0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the American Theatre Wing's Downstage Center. I am Hunter Bell. I am the book writer for Silence the Musical, and I am thrilled to be joined today by actress, star of stage, screen, a lot of mediums. She kind of covers all the mediums. And my muse... Actually, I'm a medium. You are a medium. We'll get to that. Jen Harris. Welcome to the studio, Jen. Thank you so much. Jen is the star of Silence the Musical, and she plays the role of Clary Starling... Hi, Jen.
1: Hi, Hunter Bell.
0: We've got a half hour. We get to do anything. This so is exciting. This is like this is my. I don't know. This I'm is a little this is my bucket list.
1: This is your bucket list. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I'm confined to this chair for a half an hour. Nobody says you have to stay sitting. You can, <laughs> you can get on as your as long I can take hand this handstand, right? Warrior
0: two, get warrior a two, a
1: little pretzel. Um,
0: let's do a little background yeah. for those of you playing along at home. So, *Songs <laughs> the Musical* is a spoof of the. F- film, Silence of the Lambs. And if you don't know what that is, you've probably been in a taco shell.
1: Right. Or uh, a little bit uh, more educated term, I like to think, parody. A parody. Spoof. I'd like to give the writer a little bit more um, oh, I like that of too. a four yeah. stars by using the word parody. I know,
0: spoof was a little like dismissive of well, spoof is of a little talents. bit like
1: the theater that we're in now in Times Square, because now we are now in the Times Scare building, and I went through the Haunted House again last night. A little something you can do.
0: That's right. We'll get to the location yeah. of that. All right, <laughs> so let's talk about the origins of this crazy thing. Let's please. We, you and I yeah. started making this up in 1801. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yeah, I do remember. We got, we're a It's wagon. a little hard.
1: <laughs> it's, well, it's nice being a vampire, number one. Um, so many
0: advantages. <laughs> so this started out, uh, John and Al Kaplan, who wrote the music and lyrics, mm-hmm. who are my favorite lovable nerds, uh, they're out in <laughs> L.A., and they wrote... Uh, They had a some goofy songs right? they put on a website and this is like of per, Silence of the Lambs that's right this is like pre-Facebook pre-tweeting and all that I mean, stuff this is, too this is
1: like you know AOL accounts
0: that's right <laughs> Soccer <This> Mom <laughs>
1: this is like Soccer
0: Mom AOL accounts <laughs> Soccer Mom AOL.com like, like we're talking
1: like 1999 I'm just throwing that date
0: out there because I like it, it w- for myself sure 2000 zero, zero party over it's out of time <laughs> so they wrote these crazy songs mm-hmm. and then someone approached them yeah. to theatrical like make a play of it on stage. That's how I got mixed into mm-hmm. it. Christopher Catelli got mixed into it. And so we started working on this for the Fringe Festival in mm-hmm. 2005. Is that 2005. right? 2005. And, and, and that's where say I knew, knew w- who you were before then. I, we'll uh,
1: get to me and my fame. Yeah. But
0: first <laughs> 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 of all, I was thousand. so
1: much more famous seven years ago. You have no
0: idea. I don't know. You're still kicking it. Anyway, we'll get again, we'll on. get we'll to get both there. of our
1: fame. Okay. <clears throat> if only the, the outsiders thing. could see what we look like right now. I know. Um, I was
0: so happy that this was an audio interview today I know. It's, it's really hot out. 4 it's 4 million good. degrees in New York City. I know. City. I'm glad you didn't wear your top. I know. But, um, <laughs> Actually, we're in our underwear right now. Just picture this entire interview in our underwear. And it's
1: sweaty underwear because fans. it's 90,000 degrees in the subway system right now. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. It's a cute look. But it's safe to say that Silence, that the songs that John and L. Kaplan had on the Internet... Had already gathered a type of a, fan, a kind of a fan base already.
0: Yeah, they were. That was a big deal. They were like in the EW. They're already right. they were already, the kind, right, they were already
1: in like little circles of like funkiness that's out there.
0: Like and the Broadway community, it was a big thing. Like to listen to him backstage to the Broadway right, shows before and be like, shows. Oh my God!
1: Right, like Phantom of the Opera before half hour. That's or right. At half hour, it'd be like okay. Phantom
0: was like, listen to this.
1: Check this out. I know I have half a face, but this music is full of potential. Listen
0: to this. <laughs> that's what Phantom talks. That's at least in my mind.
1: <laughs> so anyway, so then you got together with these, these people and Chris for the Fringe Festival 2005.
0: And we were going to do a stage adaptation based on these parody songs they did. So we held an audition, as you do in show business. Yeah, you have auditions and you and rent in audition rooms sometimes. an awesome weirdo named Jen Harris. <laughs> I like Go. awesome weirdo. Do you remember what you sang for us?
1: Uh, yeah, I sang um, Bon Jovi's Wanted Dead or Alive, which uh, I will say is still one of the three songs that I have in my quote unquote book.
0: Because as a musical theater actress, you need a book when you go in to audition. Right. And the funny thing is, is this is the only musical <laughs> I have ever done. <laughs> but it's paving the way it's for It's paving the way. For more. I've, I've done a couple other
1: auditions Phantom. too.
0: Zero audition for Phantom?
1: Uh, I haven't. Yes. If I can audition for Secret the Phantom, valid.
0: then I will go in. I'd see you do that. <laughs> so you had me on your audition um, at Bon Jovi. Yeah. But you... You, you knew about... Didn't you know about the site or this project? You knew Gatelli? Well, I was or seeing
1: Christopher you? Gatelli. I went and saw Alter Boys, which I was doing a show, Modern Orthodox, across the street, underground. Oh, I was underground. on Alter Holic. I saw it like Yeah, Alter Holic was times. amazing. So yeah. I went and saw that show because they were... The boys, Alter Boys, were coming in when, as our show just began. Gotcha, in, gotcha. It was Dodger Stages then. The ye
0: Dodger Stages, Yeah, they the
1: ye Old. It. <laughs> no, it's a New World. And I went and saw the show, and Christopher was sitting behind me, and Susan... Um, Susan Lovell, who was the casting director back then, uh, had seen my show and told Christopher to call me in for it. And I, he was sitting behind me in his show. And I think I was – I'm sure I was a mess watching any show. I'm kind of a mess. So I'm sure I was just a mess. And then he told me – he's like, oh, I have this project. It's a parody of Silence of the Lambs. And, um, you know, I'd like, I'd like you to come in for it. And I was really, really excited.
0: And Did you know the movie? You knew the movie. Yes,
1: yeah. very well. Yeah. Of course, I'd read the books. Sure. Yeah, I read the books. Books are creepy. I couldn't get through Hannibal. It's, it's I still kind of can't, which it's is creepy. weird because you'd think I'd really be numb to it by now. Maybe but we'll I'm have still a sleepover
0: like, and we'll read it. We'll read page. Maybe we can
1: life. get David Garrison to come and read it. Per, uh,
0: fam- if we can, I can love do that. This. <laughs> And he'll last it's not going to leave me any less scared. It's not going to leave me any less scared. I'm going to back up a step. Yep. Modern Orthodox, yep. how did you get that job? That was I, like your first kind of like when people were like, oh, you got to go see Jen Harris in New York City, like a breakthrough thing, right? Would well, you I think
1: it was the thing that was ab- above Canal Street that I've done.
0: Because Plank Project, Plank Project was <laughs> Plank before. Project. And tell the listeners at home about Plank Project. Because you had an awesome, interesting play. career.
1: I mean, I think my career is pretty much, I went to Boston University, Williamstown Theater Festival, went through that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And did just a lot of, like, downtown performance art stuff. stuff. Uh, when Jeff Woody's show, Avenue Q, was happening at the Vineyard, we were, like, across the street at some little theater doing the Plank Project, which was a parody of a 2,000-pound transvestite who's fallen down a well. <laughs>
0: And it was, get into it, listeners. Get, get, you better Google that because it's really good. It's actually sort of a one of the funniest things I've ever seen was the the mock playbill, the program yeah. to the Plank Project of you guys like fake bios. It was mm-hmm. like a, that noises off thing that yeah. they do.
1: I was yeah, I was like it was yeah, I was a parody on noises off, and my character was Katrina Rachmaninoff. And, <laughs> and I was an ex ballerina with the Russian Ballet, and I had like a limp because I had like busted a toenail, and that's what like took me out.
0: <laughs> exactly. Amazing. But here's what I like, and I have this in common with you a little bit too. Like, we just went and started making stuff we love with people we love. Right. Downtown for no money, and we you were did as b- well. broke, ass broke. And because my collaborators, the old title show gang, Susan Blackwell, Jeff Bowen, those guys. Yeah, if, I, if the people at home don't know. What? You are a, uh, a Tony nominee what? for title of show. Why would you bring that up? Now I'm embarrassed. I
1: mean, not only is Hunter an amazing writer, but. Equally, if not maybe more on on a, on, a, on his better days, a better actor. I, don't, I think you
0: know, I was thinking about this the other what do you day. Think I, about know, it? I think I'm a personality. <laughs> this is the honest truth. You think you're a personality? I'm a personality. I don't I mean I can get this I get the job done. I went to school at Webster University, I trained, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I rocked mm-hmm. some of the classics. So I do have a little bit of technique, but I I think I'm at my best. It's why I started to make my own work right. and work for other people because I liked being in control of that and made me confident. I was nervous when I did other people's work. And so, uh, like you, I just go downtown and do weird stuff. Like, I would get... So, my path was... We would do these elaborate shows, like PS122 yeah, and Dixon mm-hmm. Place and all, no. and spend like six weeks doing these elaborate musical theater numbers and be on the bill with like, you know, people who would, you know, roll around in chocolate sauce yeah. and, and all the downtown Those awesome are my weirdos. favorite people. Well, it was all happening downtown. And we, but we were, uh, we were weirdo musical theater kids in the midst of that. But yeah, But the that thing is about it was, we were making our own thing and it totally informed my aesthetic to move uptown. Sorry, right, so let's cut to, we're both downtown weirdos. We're both both downtown,
1: I'm putting together shows like Dilemma of Drugs and Sex Butt, which was a performance piece, a lot of performance piece stuff, which is Sex Butt. Was um, the book Everything You've Ever Wanted to Know About Sex, but Were Afraid to Ask? And we did Chapter Seven, which was male homosexuality. Get into it. So as long Rear as from I could the get, yeah, as, as, as long as I could get five plus gay men together in a room with me, we could make magic.
0: I thank you. um I
1: mean, people show up though. You know, when you build it, they will come.
0: <laughs> the, the, the gay, we'll get to your gay icon status eventually. Um, Let's not. Here's a question for you: When you were at, in college, yeah. did you make your own work like you did like you did? When you got I to did. The city? I mean.
1: We we had something called locals every Friday night, and our acting teacher—was um, uh, it, it Friday after class? And we were encouraged to do anything we wanted. There was no holds barred. I love that. You could do scenes. You could do. You could sing songs. You could build something in front of everyone, and it was just very open. And it's a lot like our hit parade that yeah. i do now at joe's pub if you Virginia. don't know what that
0: is google that our hit parade so it's, genius and free and creative and, and, it's, and it's amazing yeah it's sort
1: of like my favorite thing so and you were doing that no so we were doing that and bit. yeah and we would do whatever and i remember the first locals that i did they're like just get up and do whatever you want and sometimes we plan them out and it would get really elaborate i remember i did this like maybe tri- not tracy Letts, but some like you know like <laughs> off some like super serious scene and they were like drunk in the scene i don't know what it was i have no idea but me and the guy then actually got drunk and videotaped ourselves to like prepare for it i mean sometimes (laughs) we prepared months for like our big scene and like you you know just like (laughs) got into it and then other times i remember the first locals i got up and told the story of where me and my sister um and my cousin well where i faked my sister's death my parents, But that's, I mean, we're going to need more than 19 minutes and
0: 27 seconds for that work. We're going to have to be, they'll have to invite us back on the American But it's stuff wing. like
1: that. You know, it's stuff like, like you're saying, you well, felt it, more comfortable creating your work. And that's sort of like your way to move uptown and it's sort of an accepted form. But I sort of look at it like this. I mean, we went to school, we trained, right? Right. We get the rules. We get Shakespeare. Like, I'm sure we could cry in a dime and like, it, it wouldn't be in a like funny way. But like, it would be in a like, I'm going to remember my pain as a child kind of way, too, kind
0: given, of thing. Given circumstances. True,
1: but I find. feel like almost like we're just tired. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'm just too tired to do serious. Sometimes, well, sometimes. But sometimes. here's what's
0: interesting. I think, you're, I think you're an amazing actress.
1: I think you're an amazing actress as <laughs> <Thanks>. well. <laughs> this is just
0: a love fest up in here. <laughs> Let's just talk
1: how much I we like I each other. I wish I had my shirt. For, no, I'm but it, here's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that you have often the word comes to mind with you, like fearless, like that you are game. And so I'm always interested in people that have such a sense of uh, of, of freedom, like in a room to try things, like right. try things on auditions, try things on stage, try things during the run, because there's pockets in the show where like, right. there's some like, you know, we've left you out there for you to do your thing. But thanks. we only trust, <laughs> thanks for that. Depends on the night. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, but like, I think as a creator, I trust people to do that because, you are you're comfortable walking, you know, flying without a net a little bit, and that only kind of comes from that ten thousand hour things of like having made that work. And yeah. I don't know. I always encourage younger artists if you have any inclination to make something or do something, write something, stand up and do something to do it because the more and more you do it, whether it's at PS one twenty two mm-hmm. or those mm-hmm. are the artists. At least I admire, and those are the people who, people are like, you know, how do you make it in show this? and whatever? I'm like, right. go make your own thing, do it in somebody's living room, and then do it at Dixon Place, and then, right. and then cut to us, you know, like, Silence is Downtown with two nickels. Every step it keeps moving uptown, it uptown, does, and uptown. Yeah. And I think it's because we were, I don't know, free weirdos. I don't, I, I'm always impressed by that. I'm jumping around a little bit, but my no, point is not. like, that the people I admire, and the people are always like, who are on television shows and become big stars, a lot of them were making downtown weirdo stuff. I know, people you know, don't know t- that, and they forget ago. that. That's right.
1: It is, and I, I also, like, it, I think it's just sort of, like, naturally what sort of happens when you just... It's the people that I always feel like it's the people I surround myself with or start surrounding yeah. me, and then i it's like you start finding yourself being surrounded by people who feel and think the same way you do. And I think that's a lot of the silence team, like, back, like, Christopher, and a lot of stuff that right. Christopher is just... We don't even have to you like the three of us me you and Christopher even when we were like moving stuff in PS122 we moved there it was like we just sort of like said something and nodded and we got it it's just, uh, just <laughs> we're I like uh-huh that, we are like we did not even I have a it's true, there was a, section a of the sentence thing. I was like there was a thing that was shelf, not working shelf?
0: yeah there was a section of the show that was not working <laughs> I mean it was working fine yeah it was like, fine but like it could have been better right and, and then we just it looked. was like, I, I don't know, like at 6 o'clock, and then like <laughs> at 6.15, we all met backstage behind a flat, and I was like, let's go for it. And we did it, and it it was kind of part, you tried something. Right. It was a little bit like your imagination and a little bit fluke and stuff, and we tried. I mean, what I tried to do with you with silence, too, was I – you know, there's th- times when I'm like, yeah, say this on the page, but when you had – when you have someone like you in a brain like that, I want – I want there to be room to play. And part of what's so fun about the Silence of Musical is, is it, it's a living, breathing thing.
1: It is. It is a living, breathing It's That's absolutely what it is. And that's actually the work that I feel most comfortable right. in. But what people don't... I mean, people see the show, and it's great, and it's I'm glad that they loved it, and we've created a great thing. Or they'd be like, oh, you were great. You know, that was funny. You're great. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. You're talking about, like, there being open pockets that you've left in for me to, like, go and fly. But... I can't, you know, people don't understand a lot of stuff, even improvers, and it's very structured work. It's not, I can't do any of these jokes or any of this improv on my own. Like, I am not a writer. I am not a director. Like, I can make a mess all over the floor, and I will, and I don't know how to do anything else, but it's like, (laughs) I need you to be able to, like, structure my mess. I need Christopher to be able to clean my mess, and when it's, when you find, um, artists like you who and writers who not only trust, because there's a lot that don't trust um, um, uh, someone with sort of a free imagination to do that. Right. But at the same time, it's, you know, there's a lot of reining in. Like, I'm not stupid. I, I'm like, I'm a mess. And I need a lot of reining in. I need a lot of discipline. It's like it's like a puppy. It's the puppy.
0: <laughs> New puppy. The
1: puppy's fun. But I think it's the exciting, puppy I think it's exciting
0: to, to have those pockets where it, it is. is, those touches of improv. And... And sometimes you fall flat on your face, like you say, but sometimes it's sore. Yes. <laughs> but you have to – that's the nature of what makes it exciting, it that is, live it theater is. thing. It makes it I like exciting. It. And you, I don't see it a lot. I feel like sometimes I go see things and they are so – they're good you know yeah. like they're good and they're excellent everybody's hitting their mark and it is like this perfect thing and there's sometimes I sit there and I watch it and I'm like you don't need me like uh, like mm. I can get up and leave you don't need me and as an audience member and that's you, interesting like, you, it's, it's so tight and clean that's that there's no room like to get in you know like for me to be like oh my god like uh, that's I don't know that's my aesthetic though. that's a great
1: way to put, that's a lot of, that's the work that you do I feel
0: um, here's some questions do you have a ma- favorite moment in Silence the musical you get asked this a lot oh, right? God.
1: I do get asked this a lot, and um, we'll ask it it's again. It's a horrible thing to say to ask. You can me. choose one. It's like I mean, Sophie's it's really choice. Awful.
0: She had to make the tough choice. Sophie did. <laughs> and look at her, and look, look where her. she landed. And she, and she's doing fine. Look where she is now. What was the end of that one? Who did she choose? Spoiler alert. Um, the hot one. <laughs> <laughs> the one that looked a little healthier. The one that looked <laughs> <so> terrible. <laughs> We've taken a turn on American theater. It's, all right. The it's all, right. all right. I hope so, all you supporters so, are. So choose, choose um, your I, You know on what? The what show. I'm Make really enjoying Wayne. Right
1: I just have to say, in my body, I get really, 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 really excited every night uh-huh. when I'm about to go into the storage unit. And Stephen Binsky, who plays Buffalo Bill, comes, and he plays a bunch of other characters, too. And he comes around as the man...
0: Uh, you know, I don't want to give it unit. away,
1: but he owns the storage unit, the, right. the, the storage facility.
0: And there's something off about the him.
1: And there's a little something off. There's a couple things off about him. That's what <laughs> Stephen does. He's taken one defect and created um, sort of like, you know, like a um, an earthquake of defects with this character. I laughed out loud
0: at it last it's night.
1: very fun. And sometimes that moment is... Bam, it's like boom, 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 and it's 15 seconds, and it's funny, and it's tight, and we move, and sometimes it'll add a good seven and a half minutes to the show, and you know what, I don't mind, I haven't gotten yelled at yet, I just sort of, it's so fun, it's just very,
0: it's a very fun moment. All right, so we choose the storage role. What about um, you? One you wrote of, it. Uh, one of my favorite. What's one of your favorite moments? I like... Past or present. Past or present. Has it changed? This I'm shit's sure. changed, bro. Um, <laughs> I, I do like where there is a, a visual joke mm-hmm. and about that Hannibal Lecter has, has these drawings. Yeah. On it, <laughs> and um, your line, you say like, "Did you do, did all, those you do all these drawings, doctor? Doctor, all that detail from memory." Yeah, and it's the, pretty and good. And they're like kindergarten drawings, and that just—it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And you, it, that is kind of the culmination of like when I look the whole cast on stage, like production values and, and this dumb kind of like airplane esque joke. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. And like your delivery, that always delights me. I like looking at that, and yeah, I really do like fun. watching that dream ballet from Christopher Catelli. That takes it up a notch too. Because it's really fun. They're, yeah. uh, you know, the Dream Clarice and Dream Lector. They're they're fantastic. They're pretty to look at, mm-hmm. and they are like awesome, crazy circus monkeys that can mm-hmm. do anything. And Chris has
1: taken, you know, a song, and um, a dream, a a ballad of of a um, dream. A can we dream say ballad. it? I don't think we can say it, if I could
0: smell your boop. If
1: it's I could smell your NSFW. boop, which is funny because you know why do we need to bleep out that word? I, don't, I mean, I
0: get it. You know, I mean, like as a, a
1: feminist, I'm just wondering.
0: What? I don't know. Let's take her call. Let's go ahead and call her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as a feminist, I just wonder. I don't but know. I mean, then, I guess... See, a call I guess, would come in, like and then if it'd you be defeating the whole feminism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I,
0: it's a, I mean, the show is... <laughs> It's so funny. I think this show is like completely innocent, but I have a different barometer. I too. I no, mean, it's, I th- uh, like it's.
1: It is completely innocent. I think the way that Christopher has directed – the way you wrote it, the way it's directed, and when we handle it in a very yeah. um, respectful, non constant, tongue in cheek, checking w- in with the audience when everyone just sort of in earnestness. I mean. How can anything be dirty if you're just dead honest about right. it? I mean, that I'll, was a very big blank statement.
0: It was. <laughs> <So> <laughs> go ahead, caller. Here's <laughs> the thing: too, like, it's such a ridiculous idea to musicalize "Silence of the Lambs." Right. Just right there. So if you come in, yeah, you know, it's like, like don't. Yeah, but I mean, we do, should, and we do, <laughs> and so there you go. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, that is fun. Let's go step away from silence, and I am going to ask you about. Um, Because you're in an interesting part in your career where, like, you are – you did a a new film called Gaby, Mm -hmm. which – check that out. Yeah, Uh, Gaby,
1: G-A-Y-B-Y.
0: And then – but you do dance around, like, you do, like, totally big-time, like, Hollywood stuff and some TV stuff, and you dance around that, like, world, too um i do you, little do you, parts in
1: big hollywood do you, does that
0: stuff scare you like when you go in that like because like i'm going back to like being fearless right. like i see that do you get scared on those like big sets and those big kind in, um, in those situations you, you know, know what I'm it
1: depends it depends on i mean i just um it depends on sort of like who's around me i'm very affected by um by the the room around me uh-huh um, I can also just sort of be like, oh, okay. Like it'll hit me if, if there's a negative sort of space or energy. I know this sounds super hippy dippy. I, um, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not high. But I swear to God, I'm not high. But <laughs> like if 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 it's sort of a nerve wrecking setting, I feel I can just sort of like take that in and go, okay, now I have to just sort of like do my, and you do know, your do your thing. job. You just do your job. Right. Right. Um, but when you're lucky enough to be in a very supportive, fun environment um, like silence, like the whole process and creation of silence. and Or a movie that's like that. I just did a movie a couple weeks in Maryland called uh, Better Living Through Chemistry with Sam Rockwell. And that set was just the directors who were also like the him. writers. Like he's really great. He's you like talented. looking at him?
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, he's that's really talented. Jam, a little bit, but, yeah, but it was I digress. Yeah, fun.
1: Oh, you digress. Let's take a caller.
0: <laughs> Go ahead, caller. Go ahead, um, caller. Ask him out. No, you, but
1: it's, it was a very fun, supportive uh-huh. environment. So I just felt completely free to just sort of do the thing. And I didn't feel that way. But I have felt it other times if like, you know, a certain <clears throat> like entity is funding it.
0: Of which I, I won't name because I hope they fund me in the future. But when when you did mono orthodox, yeah, I'm just getting back to that. So that was nerve wracking. That was nerve wracking because it it felt uptowny and bigger. It was nerve wracking
1: right? because it was my first was like job that I got paid and, money to do, and it was celebrity director, and it was celebrities. But I they
0: were so. How did you find that space then to be fearless in those scenes and be like I'm going to bring it?
1: Um. I was supported by them. They were very. Oh, I mean, good. I remember the first table read. I think I just. I think you know. Honestly, modern orthodox. I think was one of those roles where um, it was. I was. It was right. Right. You know.
0: And so it just fit. It paper-like. was right,
1: and it fit, and I did it, and there was it, there wasn't questioning, and and James Lapine, who directed it, just really sort of took me, right, and he really championed me and took me and and so I felt very supported by him and the cast taught me everything I didn't know anything about theater I I didn't know anything about like besides you know getting a shoebox and making my parents give me a hundred dollars to do something you know right. downtown I mean so I I think it was you know f- feeling supportive is I-, I think it's everything for for an artist and if you know you don't mm-hmm. You just have to find it somewhere. If you don't have it in your family or if you don't have it in your friends, first of all, pick better friends. Like, pick better friends. Right. Right? (laughs) Everyone out there, if you can take anything away from tonight (laughs) from Hunter Bell and Jen Harris... Pick better, better friends.
0: <laughs> I met your family; they're amazing, and they were yeah, so like parents. they were they were so loving and sweet. I'm lucky; I have a great family who like you do like lift me up and. Where got, are you from? I grew up in uh, when I was little, little uh, North Carolina. That's cute. Oh, so and that's where the accents coming from? Yeah, I got a little, of the, and I say y'all and fix too. I know. And it, you know, it's
1: very it's very becoming and very warm.
0: I and that plus the red hair, I get asked for directions in New York or a cuddle constantly, I, or just a strange cuddle. Um, i I wish I got more cuddles. But I now mean, that it's on the air, I'll secret that like opening day. I'm a big cuddle. I'm a big cuddler.
1: We're gonna cuddle after right the break. But you know, you don't have your shirt on. I don't have my shirt on.
0: <laughs> Not looking to get pregnant party. today. <laughs> um, people are like what? What is this interview about? <laughs> I was born. And North then, Carolina. Uh, North Carolina. And then I moved to Atlanta mm-hmm. um, and got to go to this great private school because my mom taught there. So it was full of oh. pretty and pink. <gasps> like I'm the Molly Ringwald though, not the Andrew McCarthy role. Oh, all right. Um, but I went to school, this great school called Woodward Academy, and they had a great theater program. Uh-huh. And my brother and I got to go there. We wore the uniforms and everything. Great. And it was awesome because they had art. Like I found my people, you know, like I fully was drama, like show choir, oh, all of it. You were Vespian. so happy. You were like. Yeah. <sighs> (sighs) Totally, totally. Like, it was, um, like, seventh grade, I tried to run track, and I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like I'm running on a track. Running on a track, and... Then I, I really I just want to like sing Secret
1: Garden right now. Full on.
0: and we did a production of like the apple tree. Oh. Come on, get into that in eighth grade, and oh. I love that. Like so, <laughs> I those were my people, and so I I felt free to the theater. But I'm always I, the reason I ask about you making your work. I kind of grew up doing like plays. I mean, but I think that's right. what you do in high school. Like you're in Oklahoma, and yes, you know, where are in you're that's right. You're in Guys and Dolls. Everyone's in Guys and Dolls. Sure, I did. A, I played. uh
1: Yeah, who'd you play in Guys a, and Dolls? Grant
0: and Slim. He comes out. He's like,
1: "Where's the game, Rusty?" Yeah, Charlie? yeah. Or, you know, one yeah. of those lines. Where's the game? Uh, Adelaide <laughs> was my first role, junior year in high school.
0: How about your ju- uh, junior year? Okay, junior in high school. Who was your uh, Nathan Detroit? I don't
1: remember his name. Is that awkward?
0: No, we. have just we'll, we got to find that out because I'd be curious where he is now.
1: Um, probably in the Midwest.
0: Midwest. Yeah. Homosexual, heterosexual.
1: Um, I think he was a heterosexual. Oh. Get I mean, it. you know what? My dar is so bad. Let's just, like, <laughs> let's just nix that.
0: Um, no idea. We just outed your to Detroit. <laughs> His wife and kids are listening to this podcast, they're like, and they're damn. like, Dad?
1: I mean, I went to an all-girls Catholic math and science school, and oh. then my boys' school was a Jesuit military academy. Listen, it was fun. Wait, that was so my that, jam. So you
0: have, you, yeah. like you would rehearse at night, and you would go find. Yeah, I like would go the, to
1: school and study like physics and like calculus five, and like stress myself out every day, <laughs> and then I would, and then I would go to like some, either you know like some class, some group. Mad, glad, sad, fad, something, you know, some group. After school. Yeah, after school group. And then I would go do some sport, swimming, basketball or softball. And then I would go to play rehearsal. It was no. Nothing will ever be as hard as high school. I loved high school. Nothing will ever be as tiring. It gets better, Jim. It gets better, you guys. It gets better camping. But (laughs) but it was
0: like you found your people when you were in the theater, you thought? Like, were those your friends? I
1: I kind of, I liked everyone. I sort of, because I was in sports and i was also i was class
0: president congratulations <laughs> thank
1: you thank you i think i just was very i just sort of liked everyone <laughs> maybe i was like the best did teacher? you cheer oh i cheered and i cheered in grade school absolutely sure. yeah we did it for real though like backflips and like basket tosses with oh, full layouts and like really? went down south and competed and stuff yeah we were for real we were not kidding
0: but you grew up outside of Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. I didn't I, I always knew cheerleading was big like in the South. I didn't know like you did it in the North. I mean, you know? I don't think I watched so. I watch all those shows like Cheerleading Nation and oh, all those that's amazing. and you know Tyler's Tears. It's all happening in the South, so I didn't know you were cheering up there. Um You we were cheering up there. We're getting close to wrapping this yeah. up. The time flies when you're talking about cheering. I mean, Hunter, and, I would like
1: to know what you're up to now.
0: Uh what I I'm actually knee deep, I'm running a new show called The Great American Mousical. Which Wait. is could get into that, yeah. listeners. Mm-hmm. It was a children's book written by uh uh, Emma Walton and uh, a young upstart named Julie Andrews. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Um, I think so. Yeah, so she's directing that. and I'm writing the book for that. And that'll be a good speed Yeah, I heard Opera a little bit House. about
1: this. When When is it going to be a good speed?
0: It will be fall of 2012. I say 2012 because I like this podcast will live on, right. you know, for years. And when the aliens right. dig it up. And yeah, I like well, so so like it's fun blue, to always put a date next I want to date something. this. Uh, so that'll be 2012. That's oh, cute. That's going on. Um, that's Chris that's choreographing we, that. He is. Yeah. Chris Catali's choreographing that. Oh, you and know, I really he,
1: wish we had another 30 minutes to talk that, about Julie Andrews. Dame. Dame. Julie
0: Andrews. <laughs> um, Congratulations. Great. Thank you. That's we, we look forward
1: to seeing that. We might have to come up. We might have will to take a road bus. Trip?
0: I, you know I will. All right. And for the listeners at home, go to Silence the Musical. Google that so you Please. can come see Jen Harris. It's an open-ended run in New York City at Times Scare.
1: Times Scare. You can come with me in the haunted house after. I often the do show that.
0: The show's hilarious. I'm so proud of you. I'm grateful for you. I'm so
1: proud of you and I don't I don't know if I've ever like publicly thanked you for oh. this show. But I think I'm going to I'm going to publicly thank you right now for like 2012. I mean for lack of a better word like my dream.
0: I like, like that. I don't and know I what thank other you musical. you for being my muse. Aww, my that's muse. Cute. We got one minute left. Let's use this. Uh, tell, yeah. me, tell me, tell me somebody, somebody that you makes could? you laugh, Jen Harris. Who makes you laugh?
1: Um, my cast makes me laugh.
0: Yeah. Um, Louis
1: C.K. makes me laugh. He makes me laugh too. Um, my best friend Matt Wilkes makes me laugh. My grandpa makes me laugh. I like that. Um, I drop things all the time, and when I'm by myself, I laugh because I just can't believe that I can't handle anything appropriately. <laughs> What, what makes you laugh?
0: What makes me laugh? Science, the music makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. You make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, uh, I like watching like li- little cat videos and hamster videos. <sighs> you are not um, alone. I hear um, those things make me laugh. Yeah, and uh, Lucy K, uh, Jennifer <laughs> Saunders. Is yeah, my, oh, I own them all. Know, I own the all. world in general. Um,
1: yeah, the world does make me laugh, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> We're weird. You know what
1: doesn't make me laugh? Public transportation. Not. It's not funny anymore. Really? Well, it's funny in
0: your twenties. So we got to. <laughs> so, folks, you got to come see *Science the Musical*, so we can get Jen a gold car, <laughs> so she can't. We've got to. Hunter,
1: you are not a dream maker.
0: If you're not among the people, then you might lose something. I just want to remind you of that. So, don't get so big in show business that you forget the little people, Jen Harris. I don't. I don't think that I could. Well, on that note, this I love you, has Hunter been Bell. Hunter Bell and Jen Harris. For the American Theatre Wing's Downstage Center, uh, thanks for listening to this half hour of awesomeness. And uh, Thanks for leading the way. Yeah, I'll see you around town, Jen Harris.
1: Bye, Hunter, see you in good speed. Bye, Jen. Hello, I'm Heather Hitchens, Executive Director of the American Theatre Wing. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of Downstage Center. Downstage Center is recorded in the CUNY TV radio studio at the City University of New York's Graduate School of Journalism in Manhattan. Our engineer for today's show is Chad Bernhardt. Along with this program, all of the educational and media work of the American Theater Wing is available online, on demand, for free at AmericanTheaterWing.org. If you're a regular listener to or viewer of Wing
0: programs, we hope
1: you'll consider giving us financial support to sustain our work. Just visit our website, AmericanTheaterWing.org,
0: and click Support ATW. For Downstage Center and the American Theater Wing, thanks for your support and thanks for listening.